the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Silicon Valley Business Connections, brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce, where diversity and opportunity are one, from education to employment, entrepreneurship to innovation. This program is your weekly connection to the latest trends and opportunities taking place all across Silicon Valley. Host Carl Davis Jr. talks to the rock stars of Silicon Valley and offers you engaging interviews and insights from local, regional, and internationally acclaimed business leaders, entrepreneurs, and community leaders to help you stay connected. Now, here's your host, Carl Davis Jr. This is Carl Welch. You're listening to Silicon Valley Business Connection. Carl Davis is out doing uh, Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce business. So I'm sitting in the captain's seat today, and I have a, as always, an incredible uh, guest I'd like to introduce you to, but I would love for him to tell you more about him than me, because he can say it a lot better than, but I can tell you, this is a good looking brother. He's tall. How tall are you? How tall are you, Ron? Six two. All right. He's six two. He's my height. Okay. So he ain't so tall, right. but ladies and gentlemen, right. I'd like to introduce you to uh, a good friend of mine. He's a mortgage banker. He's a, obviously he's a Cal graduate and he's, um, in the, uh, Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated, Alpha Epsilon, AE chapter. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Rovon Walker. Hey, how's it going, Carl? That's, that's where all the clapping's supposed to come in, but there you go. Mike's got his hat on backwards over there. So, okay. <laughs> no, no. So, Rovon, Rovon is a, you're a mortgage yeah. banker. So, let, explain to me exactly what a mortgage banker is, but then explain to me the difference between a mortgage banker and a mortgage broker. And a mortgage broker. Okay, yeah. that's, that's uh, fair enough. A mortgage banker and a mortgage broker, both of them will find uh, homeowners or borrowers to either refinance or purchase homes, and they finance the homes. Uh, the mortgage banker has a what they call a warehouse line, so they can actually finance the property uh, itself. The mortgage broker goes to multiple lenders or investors, and they find the best rate for their particular clients. So instead of going to one company, they can go to, they may have 20 to 40 um, uh, banks, investors, or mortgage bankers to at their disposal, and they find you the right program and the best rate. Um, and so those are the difference. Really, in a nutshell, the mortgage bankers have the money, the mortgage brokers shop for the money. Okay, so it's better to be a banker than a broker. I mean, you have you have the access to the lending institutions. Uh, you guys, uh, mortgage bankers, you guys carry the loans. Um, do you transfer the loans to someone else? Yeah, yeah. The mortgage bankers sell the sell the loans in the secondary market. Which one's better uh, is is a debate. You know, it depends on uh, the preference. Each company is different. There's some great mortgage brokers out there that know what they're doing. They have great relationships with their investors and with their banks uh, that they're dealing with. They give great rates, and there's great mortgage bankers out there. Okay. So, so what exactly I'm is a partial What is a warehouse lender? What exactly is that? So, a warehouse lender is is uh, 
let's say you have a home equity line of credit for business. So you want to finance the loans that you're funding. So you take out a big warehouse line or, or, or equity line, let's say, and you you put up some money, you put up, let's say, a million, $2 million, and then you can get 15 times that on your warehouse line. So a million gives you $15 million, So in any given month, you can fund up to 15 to maybe $30 million wow. a month. Okay. And then you sell, once you finance and fund the loan, then you sell it to Fannie, Freddie, or whoever on the secondary market. Yeah, so explain, explain to us, because I've always been a little um, perplexed about what exactly or who exactly uh, is Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac, and what's the difference between the two? Not much. I mean, they're quasi-government-owned entities. Well, they're really owned by the government now, um, uh, where the government backs uh, the mortgage uh, securities. So all the mortgages are collected in a pool. Um, they have uh, bond investors uh, back them up, and uh, Fannie uh, will will uh, purchase those loans. The the uh, mortgage bankers or someone or the banks will service the loans, and they keep the market liquid. If it wasn't for Fannie Mae or Freddie Mac uh, in the mortgage crisis, uh, the the uh, market would have completely froze uh, in 2008. We, w- we wouldn't have gotten out of it. So uh, they've pretty much financed the majority of the market over the last eight or so years uh, as private investors slowly got back into the market. So, so they kept the housing market afloat. So they don't they don't do any of the selling of the of they 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 basically help finance uh, and, and keep yeah, it floating. They, yeah, they 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 everyone sells to Fannie or Freddie except for some of the larger banks who retain that stuff in their portfolio. Um, and there's some other entities that will come in and buy some private paper stuff. But the Fannie and Freddie probably finances. Probably seventy-five percent of the housing market, and uh, and it's really three entities: it's Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac, and uh, Ginny, uh, which is HUD um, for FHA financing, VA financing as well. Uh, that, that covers about seventy-five percent of the market right now in the United States. Okay, so me being the liberal left-wing conservative conspiracy theorist as I am. Um, why, why does the average person, and and I don't know the answer to this, that's why I'm asking, why does the average person go to a mortgage banker if the banker is going to be financed or supported by the government? Uh, why not just go to, why not the government just said, let's get rid of the middleman and we're financing houses? Uh, well, the government's not in the market of, of, of doing that. Uh, they're not in the, the government entity of, of uh, uh, loan officers uh, and uh, branches and all of that, they're just here to support. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a great industry to be in. Um, um, so it creates jobs, and they, they don't have the infrastructure for that. They have the infrastructure for for the back end of of uh, their bond investors. Uh, and uh, regulation uh, of the banks and the mortgage bankers and all that, uh, that uh, they help the regulators and they determine whether or not a loan is sellable to them or not. They come up with all the guidelines. They have enough 
they had enough uh, to on do. their plate yeah. without without being originators too. Okay, and so since we're on the subject of 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 uh, the government and uh, Fannie Mac or, or Fannie Mae, Fannie Mac, do you know much about Steve Mnuchin? Not not a whole lot right. uh, uh, in terms of uh, the administration. Well, in in terms of what he did before he became a part of the administration, or even before. He became an investor. I guess he was a mortgage banker, or he bought a couple of banks and had held the mortgages on some of those. And I wanted to know how that, how, and not just him, but but in the, in the crisis, um, it seems like everyone was blaming Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac for the crisis itself, uh, as opposed, and, yeah. and they blamed the you know the, the mortgage companies as well. Mortgage but it seemed like yeah, yeah but it seemed did. like they were blaming them, which is the government. And how was that? Well, I mean, that's there's a lot of finger pointing that can go around. I mean, I worked for uh, a company called Deutsche Bank at the time, and uh, we you, were. The, you worked for Deutsche Bank? Uh, yeah, I did. I did. I, I worked for Deutsche Bank. Uh, they bought our mortgage company in 2006. Wow. Okay. And um, so I was right there, uh, flying back and forth sometimes to New York while everything was going down. Um, so it was, you know, there's a lot to blame. Um, there was a lot to learn. I mean, it, they could sell mortgages at the time to anybody across the world. And what they were doing was they were mixing different grades of mortgages and then calling it all AAA. Now, now this was um, the Deutsche Bank or Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac? This, this was pretty much everybody. Okay. I, mean, I, I don't think there's no, no one. one. Yeah. No, yeah. To, yeah. To, to, to say that Fannie calls it is, I think, ridiculous, really. Um, uh, was it, is uh, it regulation is, you know, we always talk, we hear this new administration talking about too much regulation, too much government uh, input and control. Uh, is, is it, was it regulation? Could it have been regulation? I, well, well, there really, there was regulation then, but like, for instance, I had, uh, uh, I was running a, a branch, uh, back then before the crisis. And I knew things were getting kind of frothy because uh, I was starting to see fraud. Mm. Um, and uh, and I was concerned, and so I pulled the loans from this unscrupulous uh, uh, broker that was uh, seeing this business. I pulled the loans. And I really didn't have a an entity like, I, like you would today, like the, the CFPB, Consumer Finance Protection Agency, um, uh, like you do today. So, I mean, unless I wanted to go to the DA and start a long court proceeding, there right. really wasn't uh, any any regulation um, to really prosecute that type of uh, crime uh, uh, without going through the court system. So, no, they've come up to some things. Now, you know, people are saying it swung too far to, to the right. Um, or to the left. So, uh, you know, hopefully we can get to a happy, happy medium. Nobody wants to go to exactly where we were before, but but they they want a little bit of uh, more common sense to the regulations that's happening now. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, uh, again, you're listening to Rovan Walker. Rovan uh, works for Planet Home Lending. Um, Rovan yeah. is a mortgage banker, not to be confused with a mortgage broker. And obviously a very brilliant gentleman. And we're going to talk a little bit more when uh, we come back after the break. We're going to take a pause for the cause. When we get back, we want to take, talk a little bit about the pros and cons of uh, using 
mortgage brokers and bankers and uh, the value and benefit that Rovon can provide to you. We'll be right back. This is Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. Brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com, or call 408-288-8806. Now, back to Silicon Valley Business Connections. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you are listening to Silicon Valley Business Connection. And I have, uh, proudly, I have uh, on the phone Mr. Rovan Walker. Rovan is a wholesale banker with the company Planet Home Lending. And uh, we were just about to get into the pros and cons of using a, a mortgage uh, banker. Uh, we had spoke earlier, and you were, and I'd asked you about you sitting in an office and people. You're not the type type of guy that sits in an office with a suit and people come in and out and in and out and trying to get you to give them a a, a loan for three percent. So how how does your how do how do you work? You you service brokers, right? As as a as a mortgage banker, you service brokers. Yeah, I service I service brokers for the most most part to keep it simple. Yeah, um, so a lot of my clients are the, a lot of the mortgage brokers in the uh, in the uh, Northern California area. Um, so they they look for uh, best lenders uh, with the best rates uh, that they, they can establish relationships with, and they send their clients to us, and we pretty much underwrite, um, draw the documents, and fund the files for them. Um, and so we try to make them look good as well. And so, um, so you work with the well, the brokers work with the borrowers on behalf uh, to find the lowest available mortgages, and they come through and, and loans and stuff. So you work with the brokers on trying to help them do that. Correct. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I, 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 there's every situation is different. Not everything is cookie cutter. So sometimes they have really um, what we call scenarios uh, where the borrowers may have different circumstances that they need, uh, they have issues with, and then they want, they come to me to, how, how do they overcome that? Mm-hmm. Not only for rates and all that, but they they put together a different situation. Uh, it could be, for example, um, they don't have the best credit score or they didn't file their taxes, whether the programs are out there. I need to come uh, to you now. Now I, now, now I know. <laughs> you know what, what, what do we do to put this package together? Right. You know, to you know, this guy has thirty-two businesses, and you know, how, how do we derive income from? Okay, from and, a, and, a, and, a, and a broker they don't get paid unless unless the loan closes, right? So, so That's their exactly. their main goal is to make sure that they get the best deal that the that the lender not not the lender the borrower, the borrower can af- yeah. can can afford uh and and uh, and so you help them do that so so the broker doesn't get paid unless the loan closes but you you guys as as a uh, 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 mortgage bankers you get paid regardless. No, we get, we don't get paid either until it's all, it's all about. <laughs> I knew that. I knew. <laughs> everyone, everyone's aligned. I don't think it's like, you can't, by law, you can't get paid unless it closes. But no matter, regardless of who you are, uh, so you know some some banks, you know, uh, um, you know they have salary, but uh, for the most part, uh, all the commission salespeople uh, along the line are not paid until until uh, the loan closes. Okay, now what's the difference between planning home lending? And Wells Fargo is, is. Does Wells Fargo have a mortgage banking division that is like Planet Home Lending, or is is that different? Well, Wells Fargo pulled out of, of wholesale lending. Uh, I think about four or five years ago, okay. um, they were getting scrutinized by by uh, the regulators, and so they pulled out. So they only have retail 
uh, and what we call correspondent lending, which is where you buy loans from other mortgage bankers. Okay. Um, so that they only have those two divisions, and uh, so that's where they are. They don't they they close up their wholesale division. I think it was 2011. Okay, and you said that. Uh you 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 ran a division. So how long have you been in this industry? Twenty eight years. I've been doing what I've been doing for you know twenty five years since uh, ninety three. Right. Now I, I I encourage you all to go to Facebook and look at Rovan. He is a handsome, devastatingly <laughs> handsome, good looking, well preserved uh, gentleman with a beautiful family, by the way. And uh, he's, uh, I, I took a picture with him a few months ago, and I looked like Orca the Whale compared to him. So, so if you really want to, so, but if you really want someone who, who, who knows what they're doing, so you've been in there for 28 years. What, what are you, are you going to be there forever? Are you going to end up running for politics? Are you going to start your own business? How, what are you going to do to stay over the next five years? You know, I, I may, I may, I may, uh, I may, I may, I may Don't let me put you on the spot here now. <laughs> I, well, I may, I, you know, I may, uh, uh, I can't be able to join them. So, uh, you know, I may right. become a mortgage broker at, at some time in the next five years. We'll, we'll see. I am I am a licensed loan officer, so I do do that for friends and family and uh, for right now. And then um, uh, so I can, you know, do retail loans like a mortgage broker. Now, would that be uh, more beneficial? Because then you can go out and get as many clients to pull in because you know the industry, you know the, you know the uh, the back door, the slide door, the you know how to walk I in do, the front I door. Do. I, I know where all the dead bodies are. You know yeah. all the dead bodies yeah. are. <laughs> Over on Walker, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. So, so, yeah. so, so, real quickly, and then we'll do this before the end of the show. Uh, and and you all will be able to find this on our podcast off of the uh, website blackchamber dot com. Uh, so real quickly though, Robert, how, how can people reach out to you even if they just want to get some information about what's good for them? Because I want to talk about refinancing, um, and especially I want to talk about how um, the the industry that you're in. Uh, how are you guys helping? Or do you help at all people that are impacted by the hurricanes and and the uh, and, and the fires that are going on? But for, but first, tell them how how what's the good way for some of our friends to be able to reach out to you? Um, well, you can reach me at my phone number at five one zero six eight nine one three one nine six eight nine one three one nine. Yeah, one nine okay. or Ravon Walker at gmail dot com. And and Ravon is spelled R O U. Yeah. Now go ahead. VF and Victor A U N Walker right. at Gmail. R U V A U N Walker at Gmail dot com. It, it, it would be who even if you guys got some some interesting uh, questions. Uh, obviously, this gentleman is a is a leader in his field. Um, he may be able to help you with what you need, even if it's just information, or if you're interested in buying a home or refinancing in a, in a few years from now. Um, you have to, well, and also, also with that, Carl, you know, I, I don't do it a ton. So, but I know amazing um, uh, mortgage brokers out there uh, that I work with that that do fantastic jobs as well. So, um, I, I'll be able to unbiasedly find the, the, uh, a person the right place to go. People who are ethical and uh, do it for a low price because it, it, the price range is out there. 
are pretty significant. And as a, a lender, I can see all that on the back end and kind of steer people to some of the low-cost leaders out there who actually know what they're doing. So let's talk about that. So as the well, pricing. We talked about the uh, uh, the brokers um, um, not getting paid until the loan is done. What type of fee yeah. do we pay brokers um and, and does it come out of the fee of the house? Is it on top of the fee of the house? Well, you have a, several ways you can. the broker gets paid. So, um, And eventually everybody sort of gets paid this way. So the, 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 it's called borrow, borrower paid or lender paid for the mortgage broker. So the borrower can pay, let's say, a point or two or whatever it is for the house, which is um, uh, equivalent of a $100,000 loan. Uh, they would pay a thousand dollars, for instance. So, so one million dollars. Okay. Yeah, one percent. You got it. So, uh, or it has lender paid. So, based on the rate, the lender, as a lender at Planet Home Lending, will pay the broker one point or two points or whatever their contract says. Uh, so we pay that when the loan closes, and it's called a yield spread. So the the broker can see the rates. They can see what the yield spread is. Uh, depending on the rate, it goes up in eighths. Uh, that's how we pay the brokers. And they that's disclosed to the borrower up front. The borrower agrees to it before the loan gets uh, uh, the full application is done. All right, so you got to sell a couple of hundred million dollar homes to make some to make some good money to take us all out to Disneyland. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna yeah. send you some. <laughs> yeah. So, so real quick, we got we got about two minutes left. Um, yeah. Um, what are the and then I'm see how to ask this. What are are the current rates? Is that how do you, how do you ask it? What are the current interest rates uh, now yeah, for? Yeah, rates change every day. So uh, we send out what we call rate sheets to our our clients every day. They look at the rates um, and they discuss it with their their borrowers. Um, you know, should we lock in or or should we float? Float means you know wait for the market to go up or down. Um, and uh, rates move. Uh, when there's real volatile, they can move two or three times in a day. Okay. So you know you have to be hawks and uh, about about uh, your rate watch and be ready to go and lock. And the biggest thing is you know for everyone to have their paperwork ready to go, whatever the broker needs, so they can close within the prescribed amount of time. Um, that's really important as well. And in thirty seconds or less, do you think this new administration? Positively or negatively affects uh, uh, your business, your industry? Uh, so far, it's been benign at the moment. I think the, the, the big change will be when the new Fed chairman takes, takes mm-hmm. place and whoever he nominates will, will, could directly affect where rates could go. Um, um, so right now, the market and the stock market and the bond markets have been um, pretty steady. It uh, hasn't been a volatile year, uh, with the exception of after the election to sort of January, and then it kind of stabilized after that. And did you like uh, so, Yellen? Was that her name, Janet Yellen? Yeah. I mean, Yellen has been pretty steady. Uh, uh, we, we think, yeah, pretty fair. I mean, some 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 folks want the rates to go faster. We should, most of us don't. Uh, uh, we like stability. The market likes stability, mm-hmm. and they like predictability. Good, good. I, um, so I like, when I like you, the when you, 
Yeah, so when you get out of that element, then all bets are off, and we don't know where we're going to go after that. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to the one and only Rovon Walker from Planet Home Lending. He is a mortgage banker, and uh, he has told you you can reach him at 510-689-1319, or you can reach him at rovonwalker at gmail.com. You are listening to the Silicon Valley Business Connection. I'm Carl Welch, and I guess I'll see you on the flip side next week. Thank you, Rovon, for being a part of the show today. Thanks, Carl. All right. We look forward to uh, listening or talking to you again one day soon. Have a good day. You've been listening to Silicon Valley Business Connections with Carl Davis Jr. and brought to you by the Silicon Valley Black Chamber of Commerce. More information about today's show is available by going to the Chamber's website, blackchamber.com. That's blackchamber.com or call 408-288-8806. That's 408-288-8806. Copies of our podcast are available online at blackchamber.com. If you would like to know more about a specific guest or make recommendations for upcoming guests and topics, email info at blackchamber.com. Keeping you connected, Silicon Valley Business Connections. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.